Good morning, everyone. Welcome to ICF Rome online. And for those who will eventually be on campus, this is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale. And I'm excited for this season that is upon us. You know, we're celebrating Jesus. We're thankful for everything that he's done for your life, even if you don't know it yet. So as you enter into this service today, I encourage you to lean into the worship, to stand up if you can and praise your, raise your hands and praise the Lord because God is faithful. He has a word for you today. I am believing for a miracle in your life. It's in motion. You joined us online today and God has ordered your steps. God has a word for you. And as you lean into his presence, I know that your heart and your mind is going to be lifted, healed, restored, rejuvenated. I'm so thankful that you are joining with us today. Tell somebody, I'm really glad you're here. Io sono contente di vederti. I'm happy to see you. Yes, I'm happy to see you. Amen. Amen. Well, I have some things to tell you because you need to know how to get connected, how to serve Jesus more, and who serves Jesus with us. Amen? And so I have a coffee bar slide to show you. How many of you have taken advantage of coffee and connections? Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we have opened in the last couple weeks the Coffee and Connections. I want you to know that this is birthed out of a desire from those of us that are watching to give you an opportunity to make connections and friendships. It's also given as a way to say if you can, if you can donate something for your coffee, your cornetto, your juice, thank you for that. We are using the proceeds of Coffee and Connections to go towards our missions outreach. We give to missions in this city, in the north and beyond, to other missionaries in Albania and that the Italian Assemblies of God are um, sending out missionaries. We give to the Gideons who put Bibles in different places. So when you buy a coffee or you take someone and you get a coffee together, you are helping the work of missions. If you don't have it, it's okay. We want you to take advantage of that. And we know that as we grow and as we flourish, we're going to have to even have a better system so it's not too crowded. So actually today, after this service, I'm going to ask if you want to go to Coffee and Connections, that you go in then through this door and go that way, okay, so that we kind of keep the flow going. Um, but I want you to know it's a good thing to get connected. Amen? Amen? I want you to know that. It's a good thing to get connected. The next thing I want you to know is that we have planned a water baptism for next Sunday. Now, I don't know if anybody has signed up yet. The class for the baptism is on Thursday night online. You need and must take the class to be a part of the baptism on Sunday. I need you to sign up today at the Welcome Center. You can also sign up online. Um, if we don't have a good number, then we will move it for a couple days. But I really believe, listen to me. If you have never been baptized in water, we have a pool. 
We said it right here. It's heated. You will be immersed just like Jesus was. John baptized Jesus, right? We follow the Lord in the same way we give, in the same way we take communion. We follow the Lord in that full water baptism. The scripture also says in Revelation that when you've gone away from the Lord, you can do your first works again, meaning that maybe it was a long time ago. Maybe you were a child. Maybe a lot of things have transpired in your life between then and now. And this is a way for you to be a witness to your friends and to make a public declaration that I am washing all that old stuff away. Amen? So I encourage you. I've had people that lead kids' ministry, that lead teen ministry, that are working in various areas of ministry participate in the water baptism. This is your opportunity to say, I want to make a public declaration in obedience to Scripture and be fully immersed. It is dynamic. It, you will never forget it. It will be the first Sunday of March, so what a great time to begin spring and new life, um, even though maybe the first Sunday is not, the first Sunday of March is not spring, but um, it feels like it. Amen? So I really want to encourage you, um, please sign up. We will do it. If we have one, two, four, we will do it in both services. So depending on you, will please indicate which service you want to participate in. I'm also going to ask Natalie to come. She's going to stand right here with me. And today, um, I am so happy to welcome our online family because I want you to know that the online People are a part of us many, many times. In fact, just now I had someone saying, I'm trying to watch. Well, it takes a few minutes, and then the first service is posted in between the two services. Um, but I want you to know that here at ICF Rome, we have a leadership that I am so very grateful for. We can't do ministry without all of the volunteers. Natalie serves as our worship leader. And uh, she's on stage, so she gets to read the names for me. <laughs> and I'm going to come down here, but I want you to, um, the leaders are going to come. She's going to call their names. And uh, I think what I would like to do, because I see Ben and Anuja, I'm going to call our executive leadership team first, okay? We have an executive leadership team and in that team is the finance team that does all the monthly and weekly reporting. I couldn't do it without them. They do it. They're amazing. Plus, we have one that's online helper, uh, Pastor Julie Clifton, which many of you know. So I'm going to invite. I want you, as I call your name, and then, Natalie, you'll just call their names again, okay? Um, ben and Anuja Joseph are founding members. Will you please just stand here? Yes, thank you so much. Anuja, stand right here beside Ben. Yes, thank you. And um, Yao and Sarum, would you come? I know they may be uh, in different spots, but thank you, Yao and Sarum. Uh, Prince, will you please come? We thank you for your leadership and serving. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, Bose. Bandari, will you please come? Sharon, 
I think Sharon is also working. On, oh, there you are. Sharon, thank you so much. And Nasha and Anwen, I don't know if they're here right now this minute. Okay. So um, now she's going to stay right there, guys, because I am going to give you an MVP medal. We have leadership meetings. So one of the things I want to say to you is that when you serve, you serve <laughs> not just on Sunday in both services, um, on meetings during the week, on Wednesdays, online teaching. And so you really are a most valuable um, player for me. Yes. So um, I want to put this on you and let you know that for me, I couldn't do it without you. And I'm so very thankful. I'm thankful for your faithfulness. You. 35 years this couple has been with us, Ben and Anuja. Sarah, I love you. I thank you for your vision for the coffee and connections. Yes, I have more. Um, Yao. Yao and Sarah go together, by the way. <laughs> thank you for all that you do. It means so very much to me. I couldn't do it without you. Bose, thank you. You're a great blessing. Sharon, thank you for all the hours that you do that nobody sees sometimes as you serve, but you're amazing. So you help me with the medals. You guys stay here, okay? And now Natalie is going to call, and I'm going to ask you to come to me and then go stand down there because I want to honor those who are serving in some form of uh, leadership. Okay. God's Power, a.k.a. GP. Come on, GP. Joel. Okay. Angel Grace. Yao, who's already here. Alexander Barnes. Uh-huh. Natalie. Thank you. Thank you. Anwen, <laughs> Cecilia, and Chris. Guess, guess what? Y'all have to give this back to me so we can do it in second service. <laughs> Chris Alex, Gray. Thank you. Chris and Kim aren't here this morning. They're working in the Italian church. But Anoja, Joseph this. is already here. Mm -hmm. Ben Joseph is already here. Mary Carey. Also second service. Okay. Um, yep. Funke. Mumbi, Veronica. Mumbi, Veronica, yes. <laughs> Nyasha. Mm -hmm. Enala, Mumba. Sharon. Sarah. Thank you so Cherry. much. Cherry. Yes, thank you. Thank Boriana. You. I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Pastor Jennifer. <laughs> Caron, Wilson, mm -hmm. Joseph, Wasa, yes. and Prince. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I want you to know that these people serve. Um, they come early, stay late, take two hours sometimes to come so that they can be here. Thank you, Wilson. They bring their babies. This family's had a miracle. I love seeing their family and uh, all that you're doing. I also saw them having a lot of fun with the Filipinos not too long ago. And let me give this to Natalie. And here's what I want you to do. Thank you, Natalie. I love you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Can you stand with me? Because I want you to know that in this church, you see this amount of people on first service, but it's also full in second service. Every avenue of ministry. There are also new people that are joining that are going to be a part of our ministry leaders meeting today after second service. And so I want you to know that faithfulness God honors. Amen. It's also in the scripture, as Prince said, 
uh, as he prayed over the offering. And so will you extend your hand to them because uh, we thank God for every age group represented here. I thank you for every educational background. I, I thank you for the marrieds and the singles. I thank you for the grandmas and the, and the ones who are just starting. I thank you for the global workers, the university workers, those who are serving in many capacities of diverse work situations in this city. God, I pray in Jesus' name that this leadership team of ICF Rome would know how valuable they are. And Lord, as we establish a plus one, plus two system, meaning that each person is training up someone else to take their spot, to expand the ministry, let us, Lord, truly touch one touch Italy and reach nations with the good news that Jesus Christ is the hope and the reason why we can truly say, count on him. Lord, I pray blessings. I pray health. I pray protection. I pray provision. And I pray abundant favor and anointing upon every aspect of ministry, from the prayers that happen before service begins, to the hosting team that are the last people to leave, to those in the media and sound and and children's ministry. God, I thank you that we can serve together for the cause of Christ in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you, guys. You can be seated. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, there's a lot going on today. Don't get nervous. You know, sometimes, can I do this? Let me do this. Huh? You're going to do it with me? But, you know, sometimes we have stuff, right? Uh-huh, but sometimes we don't know exactly how it works. Wait, and then, wait a minute, and then we need someone to help us, right? So could you please help me better? Thank you, I'm letting you help me. Yes, thank you. Let's go this way just a little bit. Let's go that way a little bit. Wait, there's so many things to do when I'm trying to get stuff done. I couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. You already took your medal off. That was so good. <laughs> huh. You're like, Pastor Jen, what are you doing? I want you to know today that you have to keep climbing. It's not enough to be here and get an MVP medal. It's not enough to be singing on the stage. And I was thinking every single person, I'm one of those parents that wants everybody to get, you know, like, good job, good job, even if they made like a D, they passed, hallelujah. Or, but Pastor Rick, my husband of 43 years before he went to be with Jesus, he was the one who was like, you only get a good job if you really did a good job. And he was a little bit tougher. But this morning I was thinking every single one who serves back there, can y'all just look back there at the sound booth and give them? I mean it. You are helping us. I think last week we reached 19,000 people in one week. 19,000 people in one week. And those people are writing us even today and saying, what time does church start? Isn't that amazing? So I want you to know, all this worship team and sound and lights, can you thank them? The hosting team and people that come and open the doors and clean the building, can you thank them? We have to keep climbing for the Lord. And so today, as we have talked about count on his timing, I asked Alex to come and kind of give, you know, I like to do a recap each week because how many of you have, this is your first time in February to be in service. Let me see your hand. First time in February. Thank you. We're glad you're here. Welcome. Welcome. We're glad you're here. So Alex, 
Alex, come up here. You have served on so many capacities. I think I, did I call you to the executive thing? I'm sorry. Alex is also on the executive leadership team. Uh, I need people to help me remember things. <laughs> Count on that timing. So um, thank you, Alex, for your wisdom and the way that you pursue the Holy Spirit. Even when you were in Ghana on contract break, you wrote me, you connected with me, you prayed for me, you let me pray for you. And I know that you follow the sermons um, you're such a great encourager to me. I'm like, did I preach that? That's awesome when he tells me something. So what are a couple things that have stood out to you this month on Count on His Timing? Okay, thank you. First of all, hello, ICF Rome. <laughs> yes, um, this month we've been talking about God's timing, so count on His timing. And I followed two or three services online because I wasn't physically in Rome. But there are some points that stood out to me. So today I'm just going to recap some of those points. And one of the things Pastor Jennifer said was, God is never late. How many of you believe God is never late? Amen. God is never late. So I remember before I came to Rome, I was praying for the visa, like most of us here. And then I prayed for finances to be able to buy my flight. And then I prayed for a safe journey. And I landed in Rome. And after a few days, I asked the question many of you ask yourself, yourselves, why am I here? After a few days, it didn't even take me one, one week. <laughs> and the reason I asked that question was because I came to Rome. I didn't know anybody in Rome. I didn't have an accommodation. And it's very difficult trying to find accommodation outside of Italy. So I said, you know what, I'm going to book a hotel. I'll come to Rome. And then when I, once I get to Rome, it will be easy to, to find a place. Guess what? I came to Rome. People don't speak English. So I couldn't even communicate to say I need, I need an accommodation. So after a few days, I, I, I asked myself, why am I here? Because I felt like the, the clock was ticking and I'm in Rome and I can't keep paying the bills of the hotel. So you know what I did? I went into prayer. And I prayed about it, and I said, God, you told me to come to Rome, and I believe that you are going to do a miracle for me. And guess what? Within a day, I was able to, to connect with someone, and I got an accommodation that same week. Mm. So, you see, so, you see, God is never late. I was thinking that he was running late, but he was never late. He was probably waiting to give me the best opportunity. And I found a place and moved in the same day someone else was moving out. And this accommodation was full of international students, people from all over the world, and it helped me connect, it helped me learn a, a few Italian words and so on. So you see, the other points that I want to connect with this is that your thoughts will determine what you do with your time. You see, I was thinking at the time that I've come to Rome, I don't know anybody, what is going to happen to me? But then I decided that I was going to take it into prayer. Instead of wasting my time thinking about all, all the things that could have been, I decided to take it into prayer. So these were some two salient points that I took from, from Count on His Timing so far. Amen. Thank and you. when you came and you came into the service, you came into the church, 
you began to serve. And what was God saying for you even in that to do with your time in ministry? Okay, Th thank you for the question. I, I didn't even think about this, but one of the, the reasons that I believe God brought me to Rome was ICF Rome. Now, the apartment I found was very close to this place. On my first Sunday, I was looking for a church to attend. I typed the name of the church, which wasn't ICF, but for some reason, that church didn't appear and ICF appeared. And I looked at the map and said, it's close to, to where I live, so I'm going to walk in. And when I walked into this building, I knew that God was bringing me here for a purpose, from, from the, the hosting team to the worship to the preaching. So I believe that you are also here for a purpose and you are here for a reason. And those of you watching online as well, you've tuned in for a reason. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate that. We're glad for your investment of time at ICF Rome. Thank you. So today, I have a couple points for you that I hope many of you have shared with me. That this message about God's timing this month has resonated, has really touched your heart. So today, I want the first thing that I say to you to be intentional with your decisions to obey God's time. You see, um, uh, Natalie, could you bring me that bag for just a minute? Yeah, uh-huh, just for a second. She's like, wait, I need stuff in there. Yeah, and um, could you also give me that? Give me that microphone bag. Yeah, uh-huh. Because sometimes when we're trying to do God's timing, I'll give it back to you in a minute, but I want you to see something. Sometimes when we're trying to do God's timing and we're trying to be intentional, we forget that we like, I have all this stuff. I need to follow God on this journey. I might take a step, but I'm, I've got too much stuff in my hands and it's awkward and I can't do it by myself. Amen. Okay, so I think you might know where I'm going. If you want your purse back, if you don't, I might use it again. Okay, okay so we're going to leave it right there for a minute. Say, be intentional. See, if I wasn't going to try to make a point to you today with this ladder, which is simple, but I also want you to know it's like, it's got paint splatters on it. It's not perfect. Um, I mean, I had dreams about what I was going to wear to climb the ladder. I'm telling you. God will guide you. Here's what I want you to know, that when God says, follow me, I will direct your steps. It might mean I have to go up a level. Those people that have chosen to be leaders, to serve, they have to go up a level in their time commitment. I, I'm here both services, and there's a few of us that are. There's some who can only be at one, but they're faithful to that one, and I thank you for that. I thank you that we have options for people to attend, but sometimes you have to be willing to listen to the Lord say, come on, I got something else for you to do, right? Don't be nervous. I'm not going to, <laughs> no, it's ready. The second thing I want you to say to yourself is don't quit before it's time. What if Alex had gone home on that second or third day of being in the hotel? What if he had said, I guess I didn't hear from God. I don't know why I came here. I'm going home. I want to say to you, don't quit before it's time. I'm a witness. I'm an example that God says you keep doing it. 
I will keep supplying the people that you need to do life with. I will keep giving you the strength. I will keep giving you sure footing. Some of y'all know I really like shoes. I have red tennis shoes. I didn't wear them today because my pants were too long and I would trip. But I also have pink shoes that I could have worn because this thing has pink in it. But they weren't very good climbing shoes. And I thought to myself, how do I explain so that you understand I really do mean what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to be willing to change your clothes. I'm not talking about these clothes. I'm talking about the things that you clothe your mind with. The Bible says, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Hear me. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. He didn't say, oh, you're heavy. You're sad. Alex, you don't have an apartment. Just turn around and go back. He said, don't quit. Be consistent with what you've committed to do. And guess what? You will flourish. I will make a space for you. You can count on it. Look at somebody and say, count on it. Count on it. The next thing I want you to do is to elevate your alignment with God's value system. Elevate your alignment with God's value system. You see... The Holy Spirit has spoken to me so many times in my life, many decades on this planet, but in the last three years, that God's timing is bigger than my timetable. God's timing is bigger than my doubts. God's purposes and plans are great. He's sovereign. Somebody say amen. But you have to elevate your thinking. Alex said it. Your thoughts affect what you do with your time. So you have to elevate God's timing over your timing. Now, maybe I'm the only one in the room, I don't think I am, that's ever said to God, as Alex honestly said, God, you're late. Or maybe as I said when, you know, Pastor Rick went to heaven, you're early. Wait, it's not time for that. That's early. That wasn't supposed to happen. No, then God says, do you trust my timing or not? Am I only God when I do what you say, when you say, how you say? Or am I God every single day? Somebody, right? Elevate your alignment with God's value system, which means if he said you're in Rome, that means you got to climb those metro steps. That means you got to go to the commune, which I'm going to tomorrow. I got all my paperwork I'd had dreams about that too. I woke up in the middle of the night like, oh, where's that other paper? I got to have that paper in the envelope. I got to keep climbing. I have an Italian passport. I have an American passport. But I still have to go to the Comune and get my carta d'identita. I want it. (laughs) Even on my one I have right now, it's folded. It's like an old kind. And I want them to give me the new kind. (laughs) It's time for me to have the new kind. Elevate your timing. But if I don't go, I'm not going to get it. If Alex hadn't walked to the church, if Alex hadn't searched online, if Alex had given up, he would be on Alex's value system. But because he stayed on God's value system, the Lord has given him contract after contract, value after value in his life and his ministry. And I could really say that about everybody that serves in in ministry. Psalm 37 
23 and 24 says this, the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Okay, follow me. I have to elevate God's timing. I got stuff I got to take. It's a lot. It's a lot. Who else has a bag? I need a bag. Uh, Sharon, will you give me that coat? Give me that coat that's right there. Yeah, I don't know whose coat that is, but it's so pretty. Let me have that coat. Yeah, I'll give it back. Whose coat is it? <laughs> okay, I need... Sarah, you got bags? Sarah, you got a bag by you? Sarah, you got bags? Give me a bag. Yeah, Sandra, give me a bag. See, I got things. Y'all all got things. I'm here for you, but you're carrying stuff. Yeah, you're carrying stuff. And as a ministry leader, I... I mean, I want to help you carry those things. Ooh, she's got a lot of things she's carrying. But I want you to understand something. The Lord, don't get nervous. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. See, we're not serving him because it's easy. I'm already sweating and I got to do a second service. But he makes firm my steps. I can help you carry these things. I need a few more people to help me. Sarah, come back up here. Sarah, I need you. Yeah, get you back. <laughs> but Sarah, I just want you to give me some... Come on, stand right here. You can do it. She's like, I didn't know I was going to have to do that. It's okay. That's what happens in ministry. Sometimes stuff happens. <laughs> awesome. Just hold it right there, okay? Right there. And can you hold this one too? You're going to give that to Natalie later so the sound team doesn't get mad at her for giving away her, her sound thing. Okay. And here's somebody else's coat. Can you hold that for me? The Lord makes <laughs> Okay. Can y'all give Sarah a hand for a minute? Thank you, Sarah. Okay, you can go. I got your purse. <laughs> I got Sandra's purse right here. Sandra, here's your purse. You go, yeah, come get it. <laughs> okay, there you go. Thank you, guys. Here's what I want you to understand. He delights in those who delight in him, right? So I wasn't on that ladder saying, oh, this is a pain. Just forget about it. I'm going home to my grandkids. I'm going to sit on a lake somewhere and get fat. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go somewhere and, and not have anything to do. Hear me, working for the Lord is delightful when we elevate with him. Though he may stumble, I'm not going to make it fall, but hear me, though he may stumble, he will not fall for the Lord upholds him with his hand. You see, I'm smart enough, believe it or not, to know that I should not go all the way up here to the top without supervision. So I'm not going to do that. Because the Lord has given me wisdom. I don't need an angel in front of y'all to come down and say, Jennifer, don't do that. He gave me wisdom in my heart. It's like, I really want to go up there. I really want to keep climbing. But the Lord said, don't, don't go ahead of me. Don't try to run on top of me. Follow what I'm saying. Do you understand? Do you understand the value of climbing with God? Look at this. I want you to understand if I'm intentional in trusting the Lord, I will delight in him. It'll bring me joy. We had Bose and Linda, who are now helping with the teenagers, take some teenagers on Friday, I think it was, and they had a great time. They laughed and played and, and had dreams come to life and had conversation but it meant they did stuff on a time when maybe they could have been doing other things. But they were delighting in the Lord. 
When you delight in the Lord, he holds your hand. He provides for you. So in case you wonder, are there people in the Bible? Naaman, Elijah, and Joshua. I don't have a lot of time because we had a lot of things going on this morning. But I want you to look at 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 10 and 11. It says, Elisha sent a messenger out to him with this message. Go wash yourself. He's telling Naaman, who was sick. Go wash yourself seven times. Say seven times. If you're online, type it in the chat. Seven times. In the Jordan River, not even in the clean water from a fountain. In the Jordan River. And then your skin will be restored and you will be healed of your leprosy. But guess what Naaman said to the Lord? (laughs) Naaman became angry and stalked away. That's what I think of when I hear stalked away. Are you kidding me? I thought he would certainly come out to meet me, he said. I expected him to wave his hand over my leprosy and call on the name of the Lord and heal me. Aren't the rivers of Damascus better than any of these rivers? I'm fast forwarding. Why shouldn't I wash in them? So Naaman turned and went away in a rage. You see, in Scripture, you will find yourself. If you're honest, maybe you have stalked away and said, God, you're late. God, this isn't the timing I expected you to have. This isn't the way I expected you to answer me. But here's the thing I know. His officers tried to reason with him. He wasn't doing life alone either. And his officer said, sir, if the prophet had told you to do something very difficult, wouldn't you have done it? So you can certainly obey this. Just go wash and be cured. So what did Naaman do? He went down to the Jordan River and he dipped himself seven times. Say seven times. As the man of God instructed him. And his skin became as healthy as the skin of a young child, and he was healed. You see, God's timing is perfect. Maybe you've been sitting in this place today, and you have been thinking, I have done this so many times. I have prayed about this so many times. And God keeps saying, keep climbing. But trust me, take delight in me. Use wisdom. Hear my voice. Lean on the people that I put you in the middle of because I am going to do something powerful in your life. I want the worship team to come. And I'm going to give you a passage, but I'm not going to read it. So put up 1 Kings 18 because I want you to see this was the story of Elijah. So say Nahum. Say it again. Nahum. Wait, Naaman, right? Naaman. Say Naaman. Sorry. Elijah and Joshua. I want you to read about them. But I want you to see something here. Elijah was saying there's going to be rain. There's rain coming. And his worker was like, there's not even a cloud in the sky. There is no rain. And Elijah told him, go back. Go back. Go back. Check again. Check again. I want you to read it. Maybe I'll get a little bit more in the second service. In Joshua, on the seventh day, Joshua 6, it says the Israelites got up and marched around the town as they had done before 
But this time they went around seven times. The seventh time, the priest said, shout, for the Lord has given you this town, the victory. Amen. So today, I want you to elevate your timing with your alignment with God's value system. Elevate it. What does that mean? It means you're going to keep climbing. You're not going to stay down here. I'm not going to sit down because I'd be off camera and it might be hard to get back up. But you could sit in stalking like Naaman did and say, this isn't the way I wanted to do it. Or maybe God says, go up again. Go up again. Go around again. Knock on the door again. Go to the commune again. I don't care if you've been six times. Go again. God is saying, align yourself with my value system. And here's why. Because we will plant the seeds that one day will grow in our life. You and I are planting seeds that are going to grow in our life. We will water the seeds already planted, knowing that they hold the future. Right? We have people serving in kids ministry they're watering the seeds that are going to grow in the future we lay foundations that need further development and here's what i want you to see god has something way bigger than you could ask think or imagine but a god-sized dream affects more than one generation you might have to rub shoulders with some young young people you might have to rub shoulders with some old people stuck in their ways and traditions you might have to rub shoulders with someone who is of a different generation than you. But God has a dream for you to do. A God-sized dream engages more than one generation group. I think you saw that in the leadership. It's not, it's, if it was my dream, maybe it would just be a certain kind of person or just, I mean, I'm not even going to tell you because every single one of them is so valuable. But a God-sized dream invites variety say variety in case you think God is boring you don't know him like I do because believe me it's not boring I never know what's going to happen on a given day I trust him for it I have a plan for it right you may know that on Monday I have to do this and on Wednesday I'm going to do that and next Sunday I'm going to do that but you have to understand if you're trying to do it with just your little group it's not a God-sized dream hear me if you're trying to do it with just your little comfort zone, it's a you dream. When you say, God, I want your dream, I recognize that it's bigger than what I can do alone. I have leaders here because I can't do it alone. I don't want to do it alone because can you imagine how big heaven is? Billions of people live on this planet. And there are still billions who don't know him. And God is saying to you and me today, not only will you trust me, will you keep climbing with me, but will you do it in my value system? Will you align yourself with my timing? Will you keep pressing on and not quitting? I want you to put up that last slide, the very last one that has the list again. I want you to be intentional today to obey God's timing. Alex, we didn't talk what he was going to say until in my office right before service. But he had to be intentional that he did everything that was necessary to get here and then did what God said as he waited for the next steps to unfold. That's intentionality as we obey God's time frame. Don't quit before it's time. Be consistent with your commitments. Maybe you've been at a job 
job and you just feel like it's not working but your consistency is building your resume your consistency is building something in you so that when it gets hard you don't quit because the breakthrough happens when there's this this burden thing that's about to happen right and then when you break through it you're like whoo I am flourishing I'm watching other people flourish will flourish if you don't quit and elevate your alignment with God's value system. Growth takes time. You know, I could take the ladder. I do have ladders all over my house. I have a little one upstairs. I have one downstairs. I have one outside. I'm, I mean, I am prepared if I need a ladder. And I have the right shoes for each ladder. I'm telling you. Because sometimes the Lord is saying to you and me today, I want you to elevate your alignment with what God has for your life. I want you to stand with me all over this room. I'm going to be posting, for those of you that follow us on ICF Rome or me on Facebook, a video that I'm not going to show today. But it's about the difference between letting your roots grow deep or just having some temporary plant gets blown away by the wind the roots grow deep when the storm comes when things make that root stronger God is trying to make your roots stronger today I'm telling you something that's going to make your work life better your personal life better but most importantly your eternal life better because if you quit on God before it's time for you to stand at the judgment seat and you say, never mind, I don't believe. What if he said, I got a victory up here. I don't want you to quit. I have a victory for you. Don't quit. So, Father, right now, as we go to the Lord in prayer, I pray in Jesus' name that we will elevate our thinking with your value system and your timetable. God, that we will recognize many generations before and after us are a part of what we're doing. There were people that were speaking to Naaman about what to do and how to do it who had witnessed and heard the voice of God. And at first Naaman argued, but then he said, okay, let me obey. And Naaman was healed in your timetable with your word of command. And the witness went to the next generation. Father, today I thank you that you have reminded me, you are reminding us, we must never stop climbing. We must never stop taking that step. And in Jesus' name I pray that hearts would come alive, that that, that adventure spirit would come alive, that I will trust God in the mundane, in the boring, I will trust God in the pause. I will trust God in the unknown. I thank you, Lord. I give you all my days in Jesus' name. The Bible says where two or three agree as touching anything. And I'm asking you today, has something happened in your life, even this week, that maybe caused you to say, I don't know if I believe. I don't know if I want to give God all my time. that he would say, come on in. Well done, good and faithful servant. 
pride goes before a fall. But when we say to the Lord God, I'm on my knees, I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to be in charge of all my minutes, of all my days, of all my weeks, of all my months, of all my years, of all my activities. Wow. The Lord is faithful to his children. As you have listened to the message today, I pray that you hear the Lord saying, I know you, I've called you by name, and I'm working on your behalf. I invite you right now to say this prayer with me, to make Jesus Lord over all. Maybe there's something in your life today that has caused you turmoil, that has put questions or doubts in your mind. You know, the Bible says he's as close as the mention of his name. In this season, we celebrate Jesus, the name that's above every other name. So pray this prayer with me right now and ask Jesus to help you. He's with you. You are not alone. I want to say it again. You are not alone. So Father, we thank you right now. I'm going to pray this prayer and you're going to pray with me. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now, to come into my life, to take over every concern I have. Forgive me for those moments when I have doubted or don't trust. Be the Lord over all. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I say yes to you. I'm all yours from this moment forward by the power of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for hearing this prayer. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now, I want to encourage you. If you have said this prayer, send me an email. Write us. Join us on campus when you get to Rome because I know that God has something for you. And I know that you need to know you're not going to do life alone. I also feel very impressed today as I pray for you for the needs in your life. I know that during the, the winter months, there's lots of different emotions that come about. And I want you to know today the Lord is with you. The Lord is for you. He said his name is Emmanuel, God with us. And so today, I want to pray for your miracle. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would heal the broken heart, that you would restore the wounded mind, that you would be Jehovah Jireh for the one who has needs financially. God, you have shown us this year that we are the living proof that God is at work in us and through us. So right now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, across the airwaves, wherever you're watching from, I am praying right now for your miracle in motion. I want you to say, I believe. I believe that God is with you. I believe that God is for you. And I believe that he has brought you to this family of faith, not only online, but wherever you are, that you would know. I have people who write me and I'm praying right now that you'll be one of those ones who said, I found new hope, new life, new purpose as I join together in prayer with Pastor Jen and all of those at ICF Rome. I bless you in the name of Jesus. I thank you for your online giving. I thank you that you are sowing seeds. You are sowing gratefulness to God for all that he's done and doing. This has been an amazing year of living proof. And today, as we think about, we're getting ready to go into a new year before we know it. I want you to know God is with you. 
God is for you. You're not alone. Your miracle is in motion. I love you. We love you. And most importantly, Jesus loves you. So go out there, walk for him, shine for him, and believe that he's got a miracle for you.